Ask the Podcast Coach for November 20th, 2021. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means, hey, it's Saturday. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. He said, switching things behind the scenes, trying to find the banners, because I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com. And joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Happy pre-Thanksgiving uh, here in the United <laughs> yeah. States. That's a big deal. Uh, pre, Pre-Thanksgiving weekend. I think we'll be back next week as well, but yeah. getting, getting prepared to overeat and indulge. I did something so cool, and it wasn't even planned. I just was like, hey, I got vacation time left. Yeah. And I took the week after vacation or after Thanksgiving. Yes. I was like, that's like a double bonus oh, score on. Uh, and I was yeah. like, wait, man, I get like almost two weeks for. That for is that. so smart. That is so <laughs> smart. Good. Good call on your. Mind. Yeah. But uh, speaking of Thanksgiving, you know, what is a good way to wash down some turkey? That's right. Mm, Oops. A little coffee, coffee pour. Yeah. Island coffee. This yeah. Week too. <laughs> Did you get some? I, I, I think it finally came and it's brewed. Yum. <laughs> and of course, that coffee is brought to you by our good friend, Mark. Over at podcastbranding.co, if you need a logo, if you need artwork, if you need uh, a lead magnet, if you need a full-blown website, if you need a marketing audit or a branding audit, Mark is the guy you want to go to. He's an award-winning graphic artist, and he's a podcaster. And if you need more, that's right, he's Canadian, which means he's polite, and uh, he does great work. I know this week there was another thing I was doing. Oh, I was uploading my logo to a speaking application and the person emailed me back and said, wow, that's a cool logo. And I was like, yeah, I know. So if you're looking for a logo or artwork that's going to make people go, wow, that looked really good. Well, then you got to go over to podcastbranding.co and tell Mark that Dave and Jim sent you. Cappuccino, hold the phone. <laughs> and that is a fancy mug that you got there, Jim. That is. Big thanks to Dan LeFebvre over there based on a true story at based on a true story podcast.com. Their um, uh, most recent episode, Project Blue Book, Dave. Remember the Project Blue Book days of UFOs? That seems oh. to have come back. So if you're uh, if you're interested in is it is it based on a true story? How much of it's true? Based on a true story podcast.com. Yeah. Dan, thanks for your sponsorship. And you know what's really cool? He's been sitting in the green room. Um, and I get the feeling he's not from Jersey, uh, but we have Dave, uh, who's going to pop in here with uh, some questions for us to uh, to help him out here. So I know he's starting a new podcast. Dave, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Hello, Jim. Hello, Dave. Hello, Dave. We're doing great, man. What's uh, I understand you you wanted to start a podcast back in October. And uh, now you're shooting for December. That's great. One thing um, I always point out, it's great to have a deadline, but don't like beat yourself up if you miss it because the world has waited 17 years for your podcast already. So they can wait another month and it's it's not the end of the world. But uh, uh, what what can we help you when you're, you're launching this podcast? What are your questions? Okay. okay. Thank you for having me on your show, uh, Dave, first of all. Uh, my question over here for to both of you, Jim and Dave, is that uh, I'm a lifestyle coach and also an etiquette expert. So I'm coming up with a podcast channel which would give you a lot of information and some experiences through some 
real stories uh, about diplomatic behaviour. Okay, so now when we talk about diplomacy, we just uh, we think, oh, that's that's what has to be handled by some uh, diplomatic people, just like businessmen, or uh, it's maybe relation between two countries or two uh, two states. But for me, diplomacy you can use it in your day to day life, which would be quite helpful to improve your behavioural skills and not just that, but even your mentality. Sure. That's what I'm coming up with. So I just wanted to know that what do you think, how good it can be if I share all these kind of information on a podcast? Well, the the one question I always start off with is why are you starting a podcast? Uh, Podcasts, say it's not just to to earn money. You know, people have been asking me, hey, Dave, are you being uh, looking to just monetize your podcast and just give some shitty information? And I do answer them that, no, it's not that. So it's a hobby. I'm I'm a coach. I'm a coach. I just want to share my knowledge. Okay, so let's back that up then because we need to figure this out. Is it a hobby or is it something to promote your coaching service? Oh, you can say both. So okay. it's, it's not in my hobby. It's my passion. So. Okay. So it's not and a hobby. That's that it's a business then now. And I realize you're like, no, absolutely. no, no, not so much the money yeah. thing. I get it, but it's either a hobby or it's a business um, one way or another. Cause what happens then if you say, Oh, it's just a hobby. I just want to help all the people of the world. And there's, by the way, feel free to do that. You don't have to make money with your podcast. But when I heard the word coach, I'm like, now nah, this is a, this is probably a mark. This show right now is a marketing arm of the school of podcasting. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. so I agree that this is a great way to get, it's a great way to show that you know what you're talking about. So that's the first thing. Then the second question is, who is this for? Hey, it's This is uh for everyone, not it's not just being targeted. No, it can't be everyone. Or teenager. So I'm talking about the corporate world mostly. Okay. I'm, tra- I'm targeting. Got it. So, Jim, you work in the corporate world. Yeah. Um, what's Do you have a name of the show yet, Dave? Yeah. What's the name? Oh, yes. Uh, the name of the show. Oh, I, um, yeah. I'm I'm glad it has the word diplomacy in it because it kind of gives you an idea of what you're going to talk about. Dave, do you, get, do you get a lot of questions now? Do people contact you today looking for that kind of information? Is that a are you trying to fill a gap of of like man? I'm, I I answer the same questions over and over and over again, or what void are you filling at this case? In this case, uh, that's a really great question, Jim. Uh, say, I do have clients from all over the world, from Australia, States, or United Kingdom, or maybe Europe. So I do keep getting all these questions, you know, and yeah. sometimes, you know, it happens repetitive. You know, people keep on asking you the same question again yep. and again. So I just, I am, I was just looking for a platform where, it, uh, where I can just answer all the questions. So as I said, it's, I'm going to share more experiences over there through stories but also i would be answering the questions yeah the bingo let me tell you that doesn't actually work so it sounds like on paper it sounds like on paper that should work like i record it once people listen everybody listens to it and they don't have to answer the same questions but dave and i both know you record it once 
only half the people actually listen yeah. to it, you still get questions. Yeah. So don't, don't, <laughs> I mean, it, 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 yes, you'll get, you could scale out that way, yeah. but it, it won't get it done. Dave, what else do you Well, want? what I have found is you're right. It doesn't eliminate the questions, but you are going to end up with a better educated potential client. Because if somebody says, hey, what's the best microphone under 100 bucks?" I'll say, oh, it's the Samson Q2U. I talked about it on this episode of the, you know, of this podcast, if you want to hear it. And they go over and they get their answer about, because I already answered their question. It's the Samson Q2U. But then they see, um, should I have my podcast on YouTube? And then they have, uh, which hosting company should, and all those other questions that you get all the time. So if they do come back now, they, they're potentially a better educated a potential client. Well, and, and what I like about that, Dave, is they actually start helping you. So right. in those channels, you say something, they learn from it. Then the next time that question gets asked, it's going to get asked again. Just, just know yeah. it's going to get asked again. They'll help you answer it. So you're, it extends your influence. It doesn't stop the flow of questions. I just, I just, I want to be really, really clear about <laughs> yeah. that. It just extends your influence. Yeah. So it's it's a great way to do it. I I, I think you've, you're onto something there. It's a niche of a niche. I mean, it's yeah. pretty it's pretty tight. So, you know, your audience expectations should be should be within line with what you think that is. But give it a start. Like I think what Dave said in the beginning. Don't um don't let dates hold you up. Just get going. You're going to learn a bunch in the first couple of months anyway. Yeah. So the first things you do are going to be terrible. Just just know that. Get out there. Get them done. Get practiced. Yeah. Get rolled. You've got a name. You've got the experience. You've got the questions. So you've, you've already got a way to start. It's just a matter of, you know, grabbing a Samson Q2U. Yeah, you need a microphone. Yeah, re- reco- <laughs> sure. recording into uh, – yeah, don't use whatever you're using now. I've already got one for myself, and that's the don't, – um, Don't say Blue Yeti. I guess – uh, I got the AKG. Yeah. Oh, oh, that'll work. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. you should, by the way, I you should be that using was, that. You should be using that all the time for everything. Yeah. So get it set up. Every call you do, every Zoom call you do, everything you do, you should be using that mic. You need practice with it. Yeah. You need time with it. You need to get used to the sound in it. So ever, from here on out, I want you to plug that thing in. And it never leaves the camera view for everything that you do. It'll, I'm, I'm telling you, it'll make you a better podcast. Well, that so. last night I was playing with the Shure SM. I always say SM, the, the Shure MVX. And this thing, if you're using it wrong, is a plosive machine. Like every time I said school of podcasting, and it was just like, and I was, I'm, I'm repositioning it and I'm putting it here. It sounds great. I, I was, I was kind of doing a shootout between this and the MV. This is the MV7X and the MV7, the one that's USB. And there is definitely a difference between the XLR of this thing and the XLR of the MV7. But it's one of those things that I said, you know what? I like the sound of this microphone. I said, but if I was going to use this, I would want to practice with this a lot because about the time I thought I had it right, I would say something about, please bring pizza pronto. And I was just like, ah, I got to record that because it was just plosives everywhere. So so that's another. I feel like you should reach behind me for a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> there, I got one. There you go. Everybody had a microphone <laughs> off camera except me. So, um, <laughs> but that's awesome. And then, you know, uh, I'm not a huge fan of Anchor. I know it's free. Um, I work for Libsyn, um, but Libsyn, Blue, uh, Blueberry, Captivate, um, Buzzsprout. Um, 
You can get a free month using the coupon code SOP free at Libsyn. But that's go. the next thing you need. If you need artwork, go see our buddy Mark over at uh, podcastbranding.co. Or if you want to make your own, um, you know, there's always uh, uh, what you call it, Canva, things of that nature. Dave, anything else? Yeah. Oh, that, it was really nice talking to you guys. First of all. And, and, and Dave, frankly speaking, I've been a fan of yours now. So absolutely a brilliant hosting. So I just wanted to know, before I go, a very little sentence from both of you is that how did you guys start it? Um, I hit rec- Well, first of all, I go back to my days as a musician so when i first started right and i went to play a c chord it sounded like this and eventually i kept practicing and all of a sudden it was like i was like hey that's a c chord then i went to an f and i was like god f is a it's a bitch um and, and so uh, we went explicit yeah i know so um so realize the first thing you record doesn't mean you have to release that to the public Find somebody who's who you're not related to, somebody who, you know, you didn't grow up with and say, hey, can you listen to this and talk about it like I'm not in the room? A lot of podcasters don't want to do that because it just you just spent four hours on a 20 minute podcast because you're going through all this learning curve and you need somebody to give you some honest feedback. But um, just start and realize it's a running gag at the school of podcast. Nobody's going to punch you in the face. And when you first start out, you really don't have much of an audience because you're competing with everybody else and you got to kind of go out and it's, it's like writing a book, writing a book. I thought was the hard part was writing the book. That's a breeze. Getting people to read it is really, and it's, it's very similar with podcasting. Once you get it up and it's in Apple and Spotify and all that, now you're like, okay, now what? Well, now I got to go get people to listen to it. And that's just a never ending, you know, marketing and, you know, putting things in your email signature and all the other stuff. But don't, um, what, what's, um, what do you think is the biggest hurdle? Like, why are you, I know you said, you know, life happens and that's, that's always going to happen. But what, what do you feel right now is the the biggest hurdle for you to, to move forward? I, I don't think so that such as a hurdle for me. It's just me being a bit of uh, lazy butt, you know, on the catch. So that's, that's what I have to work on. That's nothing else. So as you rightly said, I just have to get my uh, podcast recorded. So I was in, uh, I was in the hospital for last month and now I've been, I've been recovered completely, but still there is some, uh, some weakness, you know, some tightness sitting for a long time. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm working on. So that, once that's done, yeah, I, as I told you, I, I'm thinking of December first week to just upload my first episode. Yeah, and the other thing, so, the other thing you have to keep in mind is when it comes to getting into app, Apple, uh, I think their deadline. Oh, I want to say December 18th. It might be December, but if you want it in, like, if you want your podcast to start in January, I haven't got the email, okay. um, but I know. Apple goes on vacation basically the last two weeks of December. So you could, yeah, you could even put up like a teaser, you know, Hey, coming in January, the podcast from, you know, Dave Madison, um, et cetera, et cetera, just to have anything there. You can always take it down later. Uh, but I know the other thing is Rob Walsh from Libsyn always talks about how it takes about a month to get Uh kind of trickled down through all the apps that pull from Apple's back end. So if you really wanted it in, like January 1st to be everywhere, you'd want it 
like launched next week, basically. So again, don't worry about it. Um, but just realize that when it comes to submitting to, you know, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Amazon and all the other ones, sometimes that can take a week. So it's not going to be, you know, flipping a switch and things like that. So I've heard about it. I heard about it from a lot of people, you know, it's just the Apple dirty, but that's what they say. So, yeah. Uh, not that uh, not that big experienced with it, you know. So this would be my first time with Apple. So, uh, any couple of thoughts uh, on Red Circle? How is the hosting platform? I used to not like them because they were free, and I don't like any free host because their business model doesn't work. Which is, it's free, and then we'll pay for your hosting with advertising. So what happens is somebody gets on their free service. They build up an audience, and when they get a big enough audience to get ads, they move to another place where they don't have to give away the money for the ads. And consequently, the the media host goes out of business. Well, Red Circle actually just started charging for their service. Um, they do have they do have a really nice um, if you want to insert ads into your so if you want to promote your coaching service, you could dynamically insert that into that service. So their stats are meh. They're IAB certified. Um, if if you don't mind that they're not the prettiest things on the the earth, and they have some some unique features where you can actually make a, a like a folder of like four ads, and then say all of them obviously being different, and then say, hey, at this point, I want you to grab one random ad from that list of four, and that way you're not playing the same ad hopefully over and over and over. Um, but they're they're okay. You know, they're, they're not anchor. They're not, uh, they're not completely free. They're not trying to get you to use just their platform, you know, so they will syndicate to other places. So, um, not, not my top five, but it's, it's not, uh, not one that makes me throw up in my mouth a little bit. So that's, that's a, that's a bonus. So, so would you recommend Buttsprout? Buzzsprout is okay. The thing that drives me nuts about Buzzsprout, it's a super easy interface, but that's because they're converting your file. So, like, if I export this show at 128 kilobits per second stereo. You cannot get that at Buzzsprout. If you upload a WAV file, you're getting a 96 kilobits per second mono. If you upgrade, you're getting a 192 stereo. And I'm like, mm, one's too one's too small and one's too big. I want this. And you can't do that. Now, the, the trade-off is... Everything over there is drop dead simple, so you just upload it and this and that. So it's uh, and they have the dynamic. You can put dynamic stuff at the beginning or end of their show. So okay. I'm actually working on a course right okay. now that's going to give ten minutes on each podcast host, and I'm going to give that away for free, so you can kind of see because really it's it's like an interface. It's half of it is like that's I guess that's the one thing. Know that it it doesn't matter who your media host is, said the guy who works for Libsyn. Uh-huh. Um, that's not what drives your numbers up. What drives your numbers up is having great content, being in all the different apps, and then making it easy to share and subscribe to your show. Um, you know, Tom's in the chat room from uh, Edison Research and from I Hear Things. Uh, great guy. And he talked about it at Podcast Movie. You know, master your craft. So know exactly what your audience wants and give it to them. Do it in a way that's not distracting, um, you know, that your audio is horrible and things like that. Uh, and do it in a, a organized fashion, you know, like Jim and I today, we, we did our ads and then we didn't talk about French toast and how our cat peed on the bed and, you know, how much, you know, I hate Bob Seger. You know, we got right to the content. So, yeah. um, 
Which was you. Yeah, which was you. Yeah, exactly. You. We got right we got right to you. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, anything else? Okay. Oh no, nothing. Jim, any final right. thoughts from you, Dan? Any any kind of suggestion or advice which I can work on before I start my Get podcast? It going. Yeah. I think I think you're I'll just be real clear. I think you're just stalling. Yeah. I'll, so I'll, get it just get it going. Don't don't overthink. I it. have tapes of me and my best friend doing this for hours. And we would do that for hours and he'd be over there and just he'd jam away and then I would and it, when you're a musician you call it woodshedding. So go record anything. Go read the phone book and record it so you can practice getting good recording levels. And just realize that on the other side of that nervousness is something really cool. It's not scary. It is scary, right? It's scary because it's new and you've never done it. But podcasting will change your life. You're either going to end up with really cool friends or a really great story about how, wow, that just didn't work. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because it may not. It may not work. Yeah. Like you may do this and no one will listen. That's a possibility. We always think everybody's going to listen and it's a very big possibility. So, Dave, get it rolling. Yeah, get it rolling, buddy. Get wonderful. That, that was absolutely wonderful, guys. Thank you very much. Great, for great having you. Yeah. Great having Thanks, you. Thanks for staying up late yeah. for us. You bet. <laughs> Take care. Thank Take you. care. Bye-bye. Take care. You know, um, you, you, David, you mentioned listening to your audience. And this week, uh, and over the last couple of weeks, we had a podcast I did last year that I did put a bunch of production into. We launched on YouTube. We did it in the... We, you know, we had a RSS feed and podcasts and all kinds of stuff to it. And it just didn't do anything mm. like it just didn't go anywhere. And so I, I surveyed the audience. I was like, why are you guys not listening to this? And they were like, well, we don't like this and we don't like that. And this wow. didn't work. So you know what I did? I took all that stuff out and I relaunched it. I actually reloaded. I, I fixed the audio and just reloaded it into the RSS feed, you know, into the podcast feed. So anybody going in the future is hearing the new version. And then I tell, I told them, I said, Hey, um, I fixed it. Yeah, go back if if you, if you if you go. I t- I listened to you, and I fixed it. It's it's available, and everything I'm going to do for going forward is going to be based on your feedback, right? You gotta. And, it's sometimes. And if they it, come back, yeah, that's huge. Like when yeah. they realize, wait, I can affect the podcast. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. I can steer. Uh-huh. Like you're not just going to make me ride in the back seat. Nope, you can steer. Where do you want me to go? Let's be really clear. I liked my idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, I thought this was the best. Right. And when they were like, no, <laughs> actually, it's not. <laughs> you uh, go, oh, <laughs> exactly. So, so we're working on those and we have some new ones coming out next year that are in the new format. And I'm kind of hoping for a new launch. Sometimes you just, you, you get, sometimes you get it wrong. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sometimes it gets tweaked. Um, great question here from, from Diane in the, uh, in the chat room. She says, so if most hosting platforms are the same, I didn't say that I said, they don't help you grow your audience. What should be the deciding factor? I use this analogy, Jim, you can tell me if this makes sense or not. If I have a Toyota Camry, I think Corolla, something it's fine. Great gas mileage. Um, not super fast, not super slow, but if I was driving to Florida, I would want to take my brother's van. Now it's slower. They both have air conditioning. They both have uh, cruise control, but he has those captain's chairs that are just a little more comfy. Uh, I've got a little better view out of it. Um, the stereo system's a little better. So it's not going to get me there any faster, but the interface 
is a little easier. And to me, that's why I'm making this course on how to choose a podcast host where it's like, here's what it looks like when you do an episode. Here's what their player looks like. Here's what their website looks like. Because in the end, when I look at, in fact, the beginning of this course is going to be, hey, guess what? I may not show you here's what it looks like when you make an episode because every single page looks the same. Here's where you click and upload your audio. Here's your title. Here's your description. Here's your uh, episode number, blah, blah. It's the same thing. So for me, it's the interface and the support, you know, and, and likewise, if somebody came along with a new car called the, um, you know, the, the, the charge, whatever, you know, the charge, uh, car company, right. And they're cheap. They're really cheap. Holy cow. Charge cars. Have you seen them? They look kind of cool, but it's, you know, and I'm like, when did they start? They're like, oh, they're out of Poughkeepsie. They just started. The founder was a guy that used to work at uh, Uber, and he's got a gazillion dollars. He started a new car company. You should get him, man. Check it out. It's it's free. And they have, you know, a building charging station in the, the thing. I would be like, am I going to drive across the country in a car that is unproven? Mm. I know that the owner has, like, great amount, but it's like, that's part of it. I think some of it. Yeah. So yeah. there's no one thing, right? There's no one thing to be like, oh, because of this. You know, when I bought, um, I just recently bought a brand new Subaru Legacy. I, I walked into the dealership, saw the one I wanted. I went, I'll take that one. And the guy was like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute. Yeah. Do you want to drive it? I was like, no. <laughs> he was like, we should probably drive it. Like, I mean, he was trying to talk me into that. And then we drove it around the block and I got in. I had, it was a, it was a thing. I had had a previous vehicle from Subaru that I really liked. I had driven one of these before. I didn't in the moment, I didn't need to do a bunch of research. I had already made up my mind. Right. right? So there's a whole bunch of factors that went into that though. It wasn't, it wasn't a podcast that influenced me to do it. It wasn't right. It, 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 it was, I did my research and, 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 you know, had my own experience in it. So I think, Sometimes, Dave, when this this question of which host should I go with, you need to do some research because right. we don't know what kind of podcasting you're going to do. We talk about yeah. them all. This to your point. You well, know. she she asked, you know, "Do hosts differ greatly in stats they offer?" Not really. No, some, like my, but not my really. fa- my favorite is Simplecast. Will show you what time it was listened to, and I want to go. How does that work? You know, like, is that my time zone, their time zone? Um, but most yeah. of them show how many downloads. Most of them show geographic data. Here's what city it is. Um, and there's adamant, there's, listen, there's adamant fanboys and fangirls yeah. on every side yeah. of it. Whether you go, you go, you know, the only, the only time you should question this, if, if one of them pops up and nobody's talking about it, then you, right. then you need to ask some questions. But all the major players out there, Blueberry, Lipson, Spreaker, um, uh, what's the one they just mentioned a second uh, ago? Captivate, Buzzsprout, yeah. Podbean, Buzzsprout. Lipson. Yeah, the, you know, take a look, shop the price, yeah. see if it's what you're looking for. Well, pull the, the other thing, too, is just because somebody has a feature doesn't mean you're going to use it. And I know sometimes that's a good thing and sometimes it's a bad thing. I, I bought... Um, Vidyard was a video service I was using for a while because they had all these bells and whistles. And when I actually got in, the interface again was crap. Like I actually had to start writing code to get it to do what I wanted it to do. And once they figured out that I did that, they were like, you can't do that. You have to upgrade 
because I'd kind of found a back door in. And I, it just dawned on me that I, you know, I don't need all these extra bells and whistles. And now I use loom. Uh, loom. Um, oh, dude, is that a grandkid? That's a. Yeah, I just had it. I just had it. That is adorable, it. man. I, I just. She's I just adorable. I know she she likes to come back here and say hi. Sorry, <laughs> no, that's awesome. <laughs> she wanted to read her book. Yeah, and a, if, if this was Home Gadget Geeks, I probably would have read the book. Uh, there you go. Uh, but um, so that's the other thing I always say: don't get too wrapped up in the the features and ask yourself, "Am I going to use that feature?" Because yeah. you might end up paying for stuff. Like Vidyard was not cheap, and I was kind of kind of. And then the thing that really drove me nuts—that's the other one—support. So I always say, if you want to have fun, said the guy who works on the support team, send the support team a question to the, let's say you, you narrow it down to, to, um, Libsyn and, and, you know, whatever Buzzsprout, send an email to both and see who replies the first. Um, you know, I have a hard time not selling Libsyn when this question comes up, but I, I always say, Hey, when, you know, Barack Obama was on Mark Maron's podcast and he had 900,000 downloads in 24 hours, we didn't blink. Can you say that or the other one? So, um, we, she might show up. Okay. Uh, uh, looks like looks like her her grandmother caught her. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I. Uh, Come on. I don't know what she wants. She won't. She's. Oh, okay. I saw the goldfish. <laughs> nice. Um, but Tom is saying that yeah, Lipson got a CEO. Uh, we are making some good moves uh, with advertised cast. And what was interesting. Um, I actually spoke to the CEO for an hour and a half last week because he he did like a big town hall meeting for all the Lips employees and said, look, you know, we're approaching 100 employees. I forget exactly where we're at, 80 something. He's like, and over the next 100 days, I'm going to meet 100 people. And I thought he was like, I thought this was going to be like a 15 minute like meet and greet. I'm Brad. Your day. I met him before I was in Pittsburgh once and he was there. And uh, Man, we got we went in way deep into the weeds of the podcast industry and stuff. So it was it was really cool. He was a good guy. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So um but uh you know busy morning so it far. Has, it's pretty it nice. It has been a busy morning. And uh some other people that I always love to meet, he said trying to get his screen to share. Hey, as, as you're bringing that up, I, I need a little more. It's been you need, a, it's been you a, need a little, I need a surprise. Yeah, well, we've been talking a lot. So there is that uh that I coffee. Know, and uh yeah, we always like to thank our awesome supporters. Uh, awesome people like James at the Dog Podcast Network. If you have a pooch, if you have a hound, if you have that cute little doggy, uh, and you want to listen to a podcast while you're walking the dog, uh, this is a great place. They got long short long shows. They got short shows all about dogs and being a better dog owner and keeping your your little friend there healthy. Uh, check it out over at Dog Podcast Network. And then we always thank our twenty dollars supporters. People like Glenn the Geek Hebert at horseradionetwork.com. Glenn will be on the next episode of the School of Podcasting. Uh, when I met Glenn in Florida, he shared some slides about some stuff that was happening with his audience and how he is affecting them. And we were just talking with Dave, and I said, you know, on the other side of that nervousness, great things happen. That's kind of what we're talking about because Glenn had no idea in some cases. You're like, hey, is this thing on? And it turns out it is, and you can actually affect people. So Shane over at tourpreneur.com, if you operate a tour business or plan on starting one, well, then you got to check out tourpreneur.com. Felix over at the Latin Podcast Awards, it's dedicated to enhancing the visibility of Latinx podcasts around the world since 2017. Find them at latinpodcastawards.com. 
Max Trescott up in the air at AviationNewsTalk.com. So if you're a pilot, you want to check that out. And then we got a new one. We switched. You know where you love her. Kim Kraji and DR Fay. Uh, they're now have podcastmanager.info. So if you're looking for editing and production or good show notes or recruiting guests, you can check them out over at, again, podcastmanager.info. Uh, KJST Media is an LGBTQ plus founded company focused on helping all levels of podcasters to grow their podcast, regardless of what you're looking for. Caden is there to help you again. Check them out, kjstmedia.com. Uh, Michael Delaney over at Baby Mountain Radio Productions, where podcasting and hard work are made fun. Check him out, babymountainradio.com. Greg over at Debt Shepherd. So if you are looking at 2021 and going, huh, I got to do better on my finances in 2022, check out Greg over at debtshepherd.com, where he is teaching financial wellness. Uh, Greg over at the Indie Drop-In Network, if you've got a scary story, a comedy story, or a true crime story, uh, he's got an audience waiting for those kind of episodes. Check him out at IndieDropIn.com. And a white screen of death uh, where something used to be. This is a polar bear eating vanilla ice cream in a snowstorm. And uh, thanks to all our awesome supporters, you can find them again at AskThePodcastCoach.com slash awesome. And if you're like, I don't want to do the monthly thing, check out AskThePodcastCoach.com slash store where you can pick up my book and do one-time donations and all sorts of fun stuff like that. So thanks to all those people. And starting in 2021, we're going to do something different. And I think what we're going to do is this kind. Let me go back and show you what we're still thinking about this. But I realize basically in a nutshell that and I love my awesome supporters, but the more I get, the longer that segment's going to get. And so what I think we're going to do is something like this. We're, I'm still battering around this idea of uh, I'm going to on the screen have them while we do the show partly like every now and then we just might pop up somebody on the screen and we won't freak out. We'll just kind of notice that and uh, you know, kind of just have this going for a little bit so that it won't be a, an audible shout out that will be put in post is what we're thinking now at this point. So I'm still mulling over the idea. I just realized that when I listen to shows like um, no agenda and things like that, Doing shout outs kind of doesn't scale because what happens is if people tune in for an hour long show and in the middle you start doing shout outs and all of a sudden what used to be an hour show of chocolatey goodness is now about, I don't know, 25 minutes of chocolatey goodness and 40 minutes of you going and Steve and Poughkeepsie and Marge and, you know, Tallahassee and, you know, it's like, which on one hand, I'm super grateful for those people, but it's kind of a weird not sure how that's going to work kind of thing. So we're, I'm trying to figure it out. And then we also in starting in January, I think I need to figure out what's going on right now. Doing two shows is really what this is. We have a 60 minute version and a 90 minute version. And I think we're going to do away with the 60 minute version. Like everybody and it'll either be 60 or 90. It'll be at least 60 or 90, but I'm not going to do two versions, one for Patreons and one for extra people. Um, I just haven't figured out that yet, but just, just know that's coming in 2021. And uh, if you have any questions or any ideas, let me know. So who's we, and Jim, are you, you are muted. Yeah. yeah. The, the, we is Dave and I, that's, we, we've been, yeah, that's we've it. Been yeah. 
we've been talking. Yeah. About. So I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, just, and, and it's, it's <laughs> time to shake things up a little bit. Right. I mean, I think we've, we've been doing it this way, this format for a while and, and um, just kind of thinking through, you know, optimizing earlier in the chat, someone had asked the question, you know, I'd said, you know, listening, you got to listen to your audience. Right. And what if your audience wants something different? You have to make that determination. Do I want to do something different? Cause you don't have to. And, and Dave, I think we're hearing, and this is a combination of both. We're hearing from the audience. We're thinking ourselves. We're, we're the, the back end a processing is getting a little too much for you, just to be honest, based on the time you're spending yeah. doing yeah. it. So. I started about like this morning, like right now, as I look up, I am an hour and 37 minutes into this and it will probably end somewhere around four o'clock uh, because I guess we can get into how the sausage is made. I download the full video from YouTube and upload it again to YouTube. I go into the original version of YouTube and cut off the last half hour. I then, um, and I put in chapter markers because I think our show needs it. That's a good question for the chat room. Do you guys use the chapter markers in the show? Because I put them in there because I realize in 90 minutes we've covered nine different topics and somebody may not be interested in such and such. So, you know, you can jump to the next topic that doesn't take a lot of time, but it does when all of a sudden I have the 60 minute version and I change it to the 90 minute version and I add something and now I have to move every chapter marker that I just made. It it all sounds kind of uh, icky, but just exporting the 90 minute show last week took 18 minutes. And that's the other thing I think that kind of, okay, so Gary says yes. uh, And two people say no, but uh, it's one of those things where, it's just, it takes up a lot of time. And on one hand, I don't want to complain about my patron. Uh, but on the other hand, if you if you start breaking down, okay, I spent X amount of hours per month and I got this much, I'm not, I'm kind of doing it for the money. I mean, the idea of this was to, you know, get potential consulting clients. I always did this, uh, number one, to test blog talk radio. And then number two was those people that can't afford consulting. I was like, well, if you want to get up at 1030 in the morning, I'm over, I'm over here. So that way I'm not turning people away. So, but it, there, there have been times this, especially this summer when I was like, I get done and it'd be five o'clock or five 30. Uh, Cause I, I spent 15 minutes, you know, j- jamming a sandwich down my face that I'm like, what's our, what's our weekly numbers? From a from a down. That's a good question. Let's just let's let's just do some open analysis. On I I have I honestly don't look because you might be working for minimum wage. Oh, I'm, I'm working is, for less than minimum wage. That's the problem. <laughs> which it, is okay. Yeah. Like it's okay if that's what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, I did. You know, I did and, the. Uh, uh, no judgment. Yeah, I did the. Uh, that's the other thing is I I when I started tracking the time that I put into it and then I looked at that and if I look at my stats in Lipson and go to episodes. Uh, better than I thought. Oh wait, that's cause that's my old shows. Um, cause I'm looking at stuff from like 2013. I was like, wow, 1700, um, anywhere from the no- low number on my screen, which is interesting is 125. Let's talk about interviews. I want to go check that episode to make sure it's working properly. Cause everything else is five to seven, almost 800. Yeah. So let's say six, six to 800 on, yeah. on, a, on a download. In in from audience, well, if we took the chat room and we did some analysis, just from the names that I see out there, most of them seasoned podcasters who are out here because we're their Saturday morning cartoons, right? right? They just 
same folks show up each week on the live show and it, we enjoy it. It's good. It's great to have them out there, but they're not necessarily, you know, you'd kind of said you'd started this to kind of be an on-ramp for consulting, for more consulting. But just from a a view of our live audience, plus what I kind of know about the listeners, that maybe probably didn't necessarily work out for you. We've attracted more seasoned podcasters. We've we've attracted a lot of podcast consultants. Yeah, it's kind of become the podcast consultant show. So you selling your own consulting, like that doesn't seem to make much sense anymore. No. Uh, I, again, just kind of having open conversation around this, being very, very transparent. I think podcasters who are charging for what they do need to go through this analysis. Like, okay, who is my audience? And then what, what, what is the, you know, what is the, the, what is the why behind what we're doing? So I don't know, Dave, I, I'm not trying to, I'm not going to draw any conclusions from that, but that's just some analysis of like, well, okay, we've, we've probably got the, the podcast consultants, the chat room is kind of overwhelmingly saying, no, they don't do the chapter headers. Yeah. They don't use the chapters. Um, but we, we had a couple who were like, no, don't take them away. That's the problem. Once you start doing them, you, you get people who depend. They on just them, said right? that on lips and on the feed and as somebody who uses the chapter markers on the feed i was kind of bummed that they weren't there because normally i start the feed i swipe right i see the chapters in overcast and i go right to the elsie and rob discussion and i was like uh and elsie even said just hit skip like six times and i was like okay it worked but um yeah i the other thing i like about shona or chapter markers i use hindenburg is i can go into hindenburg right click on a thing and say copy the chapters as text and it makes timestamps for me automatically. So it's a hassle, but it also makes really easy show notes after you've put them in. It's just a matter of when I like for a while, uh, somebody suggested that I take the awesome supporter segment and put it at the end for the awesome supporters. And when you do that, all your chapters just go and you're like, and yeah. then you're like, oh, it's, it's not that. And nobody listens. Yeah, one, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, it's only eight chapters. So I scoot this over. I know to drag this over a minute and a half. Here's another one. Drag it to the left a minute and a half. Here's another one. And it's just one of those things that like at this point, it's three o'clock and you're kind of tired and you just want to go ride your bike. <laughs> well, and and remember, people are paying for a shout out. Right. Like they, they paid for this. Yeah. So. You know, throwing it at the end is a little, a little bit, unless we started that way. Right. I mean, this is, well, the that's thing. why I'm announcing this in November saying, Hey, when you start, if, if, if yeah. you, if that's going to make you upset, I understand. But on the other hand, if Dave gets too crispy, that that's not going to work either. Yeah. It's a balance. Yeah. Like you, you got to figure it out for you. You also, I think have to know that when, when we make these changes, um, that you, we're going to lose there's to be some folks who are like, ah, I'm not going to listen anymore. It's not what I wanted. If, if you make those changes, even if they're under the best thought out communicated, you know, Hey, if you get a community together and you ask them questions, they're not all going to agree. Right. <laughs> That's never going to happen. You're going to make somebody mad in the process. So in this process of change, Dave, we're going to, we're going to lose some folks that may, that may, come back with other folks who find it, who, who go, Oh, I was waiting for something. And we may get more listeners who like the show more because they don't have to fast forward through that thing. He does in the middle for, for 10 minutes. Yeah, no, <laughs> right on, um, you know, right on the, one of the things, you know, one of the, one of my suggestions was to show the slides, but not necessarily talk right. about them, but that then like most of our listeners are probably audio. Yeah. 
So we'll screw, you know, so we'll screw and them I, if we do it. That I like way. the so idea. We, we, we got to, you got to think. Yeah. I like the idea of what we're doing at the bottom here. We have all the, the, the $20 doesn't supporters audio, are going it. Yeah. That's the thing. It doesn't help audio, but um, most of our listeners are audio. What, what are our YouTube numbers? Do you know? Uh, like, no. it, have you ever looked to see how many <laughs> views we have on YouTube? I bet it's less than a hundred. Oh yeah. Uh, d- definitely. Yeah. Definitely yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so one fifth are audio. Listeners. Yeah. Um, no, Diane, two, I'm sorry. Diane was yeah. asking about chapters. I use Hindenburg and what Hindenburg does is you can right click anywhere on a timeline and say, add a chapter. And what that does is in not all apps, but in some apps, you can just jump to a topic. And the thing I love, and so, what you know, you just click, you can drag these around if you want to. That's the part that's kind of a weird hassle. What I love about it is I can write up here and say, look, uh, copy this as text. And so I'm opening up Notepad, and all the timestamps that I have in Hindenburg now are there. That's fun. But, and and adding them isn't, like, putting them in is not a big deal. The thing that for me has always been like, ugh, is when I have to then do two versions of them and you it's, I know it sounds weird, but it's, that's where I was like, okay, I'm not moving the awesome supporter section anymore because that just messed the whole thing up. So yeah, yeah, I, I would, I would not do what you're doing. It's a good thing. I don't do the show because I'm, because it would not, I would not. I'm listening anyway, you know, for ums and knows and things like that. So yeah, it's it's something just so just know in January, whatever I decide, I will let you know. But things are probably going to change a little bit with the show. The show will still be here. That's the good news, um, because there are other bonuses of this. I, a, I get to talk to Jim Collison every Saturday and it's fun. And I get to interact live with people in the chat room, which spurs ideas for the school of podcasting. But there's just got to be a way that I can do this and not lose my Saturday and my sanity at the same time. Uh, listen, I think we should. I think you should be very transparent about the yeah. and the decisions we make and how you're optimizing your time back. Because I, I think we have a lot of podcasters who spend more time than necessary. On yeah, podcasts, and that's where right? chapter markers could be an example. Like yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. They're just providing too much yeah. for what they're getting in return. Now, again, it's your decision right. if you want to do well, this. I'm not saying I'm not judging you. I'm just saying. There, there may be some of you who are doing too much for the return that you're getting, and it's not sustainable. Yeah. Just say. I could also, if we wanted to, as we go along, and I've, I've tried to make myself do this, but I'm, I'm busy, like, doing the show. But to, like, as we, like, today we talked with Dave about um, starting a show. And then we talked about, and it just happened and I can't remember. Um, and then we talked about this thing with changing the show. So it's, it's, if I could remember to write these down, I could just write a paragraph and say, Hey, thanks for joining us. Here are the topics we talked about. No timestamps give you enough to know, you know, if you want to listen or not that whole nine yards. So it gets kind of in in the editing process though, you could jump in and go 30, 30, 30 until you hear the subject change. Right. Do it that way. Um, so we'll see as we go along. We'll 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 think out loud as as we yeah, move Tom, forward. Tom Webster says he spends ten minutes in post production because he does. That's it. A lot of work in pre production, yeah. right? You're listen. You're paying the piper on one side or the other. Yeah. Well, that's you, it. You, you just and this show, just, I kind of spend time getting questions in case we don't get any. And there, I usually try to find some that are evergreen. So if we don't like, we have a bunch this week we could use. But if we don't, okay, I can use them next week. But uh, there are times. You know, because we we kind of go where the chat room wants us to go, and so mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know where we're going. So that does require, in some cases, a little more 
uh, post-production, things like that. But uh, anyway, so moving on, Kevin has a question about the Tascam uh, Mixcast 4. I have reached out to them after I got a name from somebody in Florida and have not heard back. I did, though, verify with Glenn, because, uh, again, I interviewed Glenn for this week's School of Podcasting, that when you hit record in the Tascam and you've got your eight sounds, which look really cool, they've got little uh, like titles above them, so it's a little easier to use than the Rodecaster. But if you go, oh, I need my screaming goat sound, and you go to go to the next bank because you have multiple banks. It doesn't let you do that once you press record. It's whatever is up is what you're going to use. So get all of your eight sounds right there. And I went, it's not a deal breaker, but it's uh, hmm, hmm. so they need to fix that. That sounds like something that's fixed because with the roadcaster, I can click on the little music note and then I can go over to the next bank. So now if I go back to my home screen, I should have the lovely, the talented George Rob with my favorite meh. <laughs> so there you go. So I couldn't do that on a task cam. So uh, that's that's one thing I've heard. It is pretty. I mean, when I was playing with it a little bit in Florida, I was like, huh, this is interesting. I still scratch my head as to why they didn't come down even 20 bucks cheaper than the Roadcaster. I think it's really weird that they they made the exact same price as the Roadcaster. I was like, well, you always always set your price high so that you can discount it. So I bet they'll I yeah. bet there'll be some discounts that that kick in for sure. Yeah. Um here's a fun question just cuz it has the word sex in it. Um <laughs> I'm bringing sexy back. Um uh, Patrick Oh okay. Yeah, see. Patrick asked in uh this was the podcast movement Facebook group. For those who do podcasts about dating, sex and relationships, do you have a private Facebook group for your followers or a Facebook page? No one is really interacting with my page but I feel like a group would be more comfortable. And I, it's weird because I, have you added the Facebook thing to like, do you have a Facebook page? No, I manage our groups. Yes. I manage our Facebook groups. Cause I know we've, and they're all private. So I didn't have, I didn't get affected by that change that Facebook. Yeah. I know with, what's with, weird is I, there are two Dave Jackson's on Facebook. Uh, David Jackson. I'm sure. There's more. Well, yeah, that. actually I know five in yeah. Akron, but there are two there right. are two that look like me. If you're trying to be friends with David Jackson and you're not my cousin or uncle, I'm not going to befriend you. You need to go friend Dave Jackson. Um but what's weird is David Jackson, my family and friends account, that was the only one I had. So I made a Facebook page for the school of podcasting. And the one that's for podcasting doesn't have a page and it's so icky. But I've yet to put in the thing where because I know Tom has mentioned how this might be great for boomers. You know, the people that aren't super tech savvy, but they love Facebook. But the thing that stinks about that is the the podcast part only shows up on the app. And if you're a boomer, there's a really good chance you're using Facebook on your desktop. And that hasn't made its way through yet. So I just ask because I know it sounds like it could be really, you know, like this is an opportunity and I've yet to take advantage of the opportunity. I'm tempted to make a page on my podcast side of Facebook so I can add my RSS feed just for the fun of it, but we shall see. But I just wondered if you had, uh, had done that yet. So, um, the, by the way, as you're, as we're thinking about transition on the topics uh, on Facebook groups, 
it takes a couple hundred yeah. before you get any kind of engagement. Like, and I'm, when I say a couple hundred, I mean three or 400 it in, in anything below that it can, it turns into a ghost town pretty fast. You, I'm not saying you can't do it, but you need to really prime the pump. And if you're going to be the moderator, you got to stay on top of it until the conversation gets going. So it's just a lot, it's a lot of work in those, whether, and that's whether it's Facebook or Instagram or discord or whatever, you, you got to get a couple hundred and, and maybe 300, three to 400 before they will take kind of a life of their own. Yeah. Then be careful when they get past a thousand or two, they get really unruly, Yeah, you know, and you just, you know, you kind of, well, and, yeah, and yeah. Kim has a point, uh, master cauldron who is an awesome supporter, uh, has the BDSM. He has a private group. Um, I want to say her name is Ariana or, Andrea or some name with an A, she does a show called Living with Herpes. And as you might imagine, that's a private group. Uh, not everybody wants that blasted on Facebook. So, yeah, the more uh, taboo is kind of a strong word for that. But but something that maybe you wouldn't want to talk about in public. Yeah, a Facebook group is always going to be more interactive than a, a group. So, yeah, um, exactly. Uh, Tom says here, um, by the way, Jim, can you – did we figure out, can you do uh, the thingy with the chat? You know, that's the technical term for that. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. want to make sure you didn't lose your, your superpower. No. Um, no, I had to sign in. That's why I, pre-show I signed out, signed back in as me. Ah, got I have a Gallup account. I have my own account. So I had to sign in with my own account. So I wouldn't start a group unless I was convinced I could start it with a few hundred. Yeah, it's because otherwise what happens is if you start it with, like I have a, a Facebook group with like, I don't know, 18 people. And it's amazing when I can actually get them to interact because a lot of times it's just there's not much to see over here. It's like, look, it's here's under 50, though, can be powerful, like under 50 really engaged people when when the understanding is it's going to be quiet for maybe weeks at a time and you don't have somebody going, oh, this is a ghost town. You know, where did everybody go? If if you've got a group that's hyper focused and it's under 50 and you're okay with conversations every couple of weeks. It can be really, really, really helpful. It's quieter. <laughs> it's maybe more meaningful, you know, type thing. Well, so that's it. I think the opposite is true as well. Um, when I was at, in Florida at uh, PodFest Origins, right, by design, a smaller conference than usual. And what that enabled me to do is, because I'm walking around with a Libsyn shirt on, and people are like, oh, that guy works for Libsyn, is I was able to do much deeper dives with Libsyn customers because I didn't have to worry about, you know, the seven people standing behind them kind of thing. So, yeah, and you don't you don't need a post every day to feel validated. <laughs> like, good God. yeah, just let the group sit. Let it simmer. It's going to be OK. It, it's it's OK that it goes a week or two without a conversation. It's fine. Let it, you know, let it go. So I, I, I personally big fan of small groups with great conversation yeah. like I. I don't, our, our discord group is, you know, a couple posts a week and it's really, really nice. So be careful what you wish for, but make sure if you have smaller groups, make sure you're tending to them. Yeah. Tom says, um, starting a too small group is just a self-perpetuating sadness machine. That's it. <laughs> it can be. Well, it can, <clears throat> based on your expectations, if you're, if you have a small group and you're expecting them to just oh. be chatty. Yeah, you know, Gar- yeah, Gary asked a great question. Uh, <laughs> Did you are you using the clubhouse to ask the podcast coach? Uh, well, um, I not, 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 not this today. week. Um, oops. Yeah, oops. oops. Uh, well, I was busy talking to Dave, so 
Yeah, no, no worries. No, it's yeah, Dan- nobody's up. Daniel says he's about ready to start a group for uh, my podcast reviews. I took a survey and voted most for Facebook over Slack and Discord. I don't offer an on-site community because it's not a selling point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Daniel, while while we have you in the chat room, uh, do you have a – we'll give you a free plug a, – a website for – I know every year you do like Black Friday – um, you like you keep us all alerted that hey the you know the Q two U is on sale for you know forty nine bucks and things like that. It's a great email list to get on. Um, if you have a website for that, throw that in the chat. So, um, but he did make a great point. Um, where did I see that? This one. I love uh, lifetime deals, and I've signed up for a few, and I am finding that lifetime deals um, are kind of not as cool as you think they are. They always end up adding new features. Because they'll say, oh, we you get everything. If we upgrade, you get it. And it's like there's an asterisk there. It's like when you join and we're on version 4, you can get version 4.123456789. But when they go to version 5, they're going to want another more money. So, But I, I know people who will only do lifetime yeah. deals. They're, they're like, I don't want to pay a subscription. And, you know, I'm going to wait for a lifetime. And you're like, well, you might be waiting a while. Not everybody offers that. That's... That's a I, very few places are offering that kind of deal, and, and what that really means is a one-time purchase perpetual. That's it. So they're they're not very. That's just not the way of the future. Well, that's one of the things I want to talk about in post show is the phrase Black Friday, mm-hmm. and has Black Friday lost its magic by starting in you know July? Um, so. That's, it's, I won't give it away, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, Jim, what is coming up on TheAverageGuy.tv? Yeah, Mike Weger's back. Uh, we spent a little time catching up, just just him and I. Um, I bought some uh, power tools of late that have some super cool battery technology kind of stuff built in. Batteries are completely different than they used to be. So anyways, we spend a little bit of time. Uh, getting caught up and if you stay around for the post show i've got a super nerdy way of listening to podcasts oh, yeah. in other land in other languages so stay around for some yeah uh tom webster says black friday is now november yes it's february through <laughs> december let's just be really clear about that <laughs> uh but on the school of podcasting i already mentioned it uh glenn the geek uh from horse radio network is coming back and he's going to share some interesting things that if you think like nobody's listening to my podcast. He got some really cool emails from people that had never kind of reached out. And he was like, man, I can't believe like this is what's going on with my listeners. And I said, dude, we need to share that. That's really cool stuff. So we'll be talking about that. I'm also going to be talking about some celebrities who actually started off going in one direction and then changed and kind of was like, you know what? This isn't really me. And they went back to, I don't know, being me, you know, a la George Carlin. Uh, and found much more success being himself than trying to be what his manager told him to be. And there are a couple other celebrities that did that as well. So thanks to uh, the chat room. Thanks to Mark over at podcastbranding.co. Uh, Dan over at, there it is, based on a true story podcast.com. And uh, James over at the dog podcast network.com. Everybody else, stick around for some post show. 